Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Look at this. I got a fan on my phone. This might be the silliest, most awesome invention I've ever seen. What's up, everybody? <laughs> my car says 103. Had lunch outside. Sweating. Went to Grizz practice. Sweating in the studio. Just soaked. We're going to survive together. Hope you're having a phenomenal day. Coulter Nuana is coming to you. From the ESPN Montana studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated. See, now I got this uh, little plug-in fan on my cell phone if you're watching on SWX or on the new ESPN Montana app. And uh, now I'm worried, though, if I put this thing in my face, that's going to turn into one of these, blah, 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 like you do with your when you're a kid, you yell into the fan. So maybe this isn't as brilliant of an invention as I thought it was. Uh, some two minutes and seven seconds ago. But thanks for so much for kicking with us. Text us. Let us know how you're trying to stay cool. How about this? If you text us throughout the day telling us what you're trying to do to stay cool and or what you're up to this summer, all the texts are going to get you entered for a chance to win a free pizza from Front Street Pizza Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza. It's down there on Front Street. About 515, we'll be choosing a winner to go pick up a large pizza on the house on us at ESPN Radio on the fine folks down at Front Street Pizza. If you haven't tried it yet, it's delicious. Great pizza. I had some last night for dinner, in fact. I was uh, privileged enough to have a little poker game there at the uh, top floor of Stockman Bank and uh, appreciate Stockman Bank for all of their amazing support here at uh, ESPN 
as well as at Skyline Sports. I love Bobby Burns and the boys. Those guys are always so good to us, always fun talking. Grizz and Bobcat and Big Sky Conference Sports with them. And uh, always fun taking home a little money, too. But I, it was a quick turnaround. Game starts at 6.30, the, the, the game we have once a month there. And uh, I get done at this show at 6. So they get something quick. Front Street Pizza has pizza by the slice as well. So I was able to go in there and uh, get myself a slice and some garlic knots. And yum, very good. Uh, we got a full pizza for you, though. Fresh right out of the oven. So stay tuned. Text us, though, how you staying cool. 406-888-1029. Any and all beat the heat or summer fun activities will get you entered for your chance to win a free pizza from Front Street Pizza Friday, Pie Day here on ESPN Radio. ton of stuff to get to today. I, uh, I moseyed on down to Grizz practice, as I mentioned, but a couple of our favorite contributors here were not there. Riley Corcoran. Spending one last weekend up at the lake. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you got a place up there. I mean, that's why you live in western Montana, right? If you got a place at Flathead Lake, you don't spend every spare moment you got up there. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I actually don't know if there's anybody on the earth that has a place up there that doesn't spend all their spare time up there. One of the great places on this planet Earth, for sure. So, Riley, uh, he'll be back with us next week. Sean Rainey, he's making the rounds in the high school world. But we also have implemented some new technology here. Being able to call and, and do a live interview on the radio, that's really cool. Being able to record interviews and then play them back on the radio, that's also really cool. But how about this? We now have the ability to do a, a recorded video call, and then we can play that call, the audio, and the video. So, Alex Eshelman, SWX Montana Television, she'll join us here in a little while uh, to talk about the Montana State side of things. Also, some Updates on what's going on there in the Gallatin Valley. So fascinating to me that there's three AA schools right there in that valley between Bozeman High School, Bozeman Gallatin High School, and Belgrade High School. She has made the rounds to all three of those, so she has an update on all that. 4.30, our series of Grizz football interviews continue. Hank Noose will join us. He is a Kalispell Glacier native, a up-and-coming defensive lineman for the University of Montana, so we'll talk to Hank, he got some good playing time last year and uh, probably going to have, dare I say, elevated expectations this upcoming season. Uh, Andrew Houghton, our producer and uh, also contributing writer at Skyline Sports, he uh, will have a piece, a written piece on uh, Hank News as well a little later on um, this month. We're also going to continue our NFL conversation and we have a recruiting update for you. I wanted to have two different future Grizz on the show. Hayden Opitz from Helena Capital committed earlier this week. Cameron Guernsey committed yesterday. He's out of Butte High. I was just trying to do a Zoom call with Cameron, but he was in the uh, the football offices there at Butte High School and didn't have very good service, and we were getting right up to showtime, and I wanted to take my time with the young man because, you know, Division One commitment is... is uh, an important and big moment in your life. So reschedule the Cameron. We'll hear from Cameron Guernsey on Monday. Look forward to that. Andrew Houghton, though, caught up with Hayden Opitz, so we'll play that for you uh, about 5.30 as well. So there you go. That's your show outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, 1029 ESPN.com if you'd like to stream the show. 1029 ESPN Radio if you'd like to listen on your radio. SWX Montana Television, of course. And we got the new ESPN Montana app back up and rolling. So appreciate 
uh, Andrew and Tommy for their great work on that as well. Uh, it's a Friday. That means it's a Florence Coffee Company Friday. Uh, I have committed a uh, a sin in the eyes of many of you out there and myself personally as well. I love coffee. I drink coffee on this show all the time. But because I'm into these new challenges of just, you know, trying to abstain and and uh, figure out new things in life and get a health kick. And, and I understand. I've read, you know, if you know me, you know, I read extensively about a variety of different topics. But I particularly like to read about health and nutrition and you know, I know offensive lineman doesn't look like it, whatever, but uh, working on it, you know, doing my best. That's all to say I've decided I'm going to give up coffee for a little while, but that doesn't mean you can't get all juiced up at Florence Coffee. I had myself a Lotus drink earlier. Oh, baby. Drink that thing by 11 o'clock. If you can't tell, I'm still rolling. It's uh, got all sorts of vitamins and minerals in there, a little ginseng, a little ginkgo biloba. Man. Money in the bank, sustained energy. It's healthy, sugar-free, and uh, tastes delicious as well. So go check out a Lotus drink. It's really perfect on these hot days. I know some of you, you like your hot coffee. Maybe you don't like the iced coffee. Maybe the iced coffee's too strong for you. Well, go go get go get yourself a Lotus. I decided though I was going to get the Lotus earlier because you know I didn't want to go completely off the rails <laughs> and more like didn't want to stay up till three in the morning tonight. So you got time it right, but it is a Friday night. You can't stay up late. No matter where you're at in Montana, there's a Florence coffee near you. Oh, I completely buried the lead. How about uh, some of the best games in the big sky conference to watch as, as well? Uh, we've been looking at the schedule. We're going to go through some non-conference games, some conference games, and uh, just give you some like the game of the week, basically. So, I don't know, Andrew. What do you think we should do first? I'm feeling in a in a festive and sharing mood. Should we, should we hear a little update on on Bobcat Camp, or should uh, we do a little uh, Big Sky games of the week this year? What, what do you What do you think? I think we should start off with. Alex Eshelman, because okay. I just want everybody on the ESPN Montana app to see how cool this is. It, it's so cool. And, you know, if we're being frank, it's a great addition because getting to see people is it's so much more interactive. I know there's a ton of you out there that watch TV and have seen Alex on TV. And there's probably a ton of you out there that have only listened to her on the radio. And Alex is doing a great job contributing on the radio, but she's also an on-camera person. So she's exceptionally good at being on the camera. I mean, I find myself looking all over the room and looking at myself on the Zoom screen She's a lot better <laughs> at doing the video elements of it. And uh, we just love Alex around here. She is just the nicest, uh, most pleasant gal. And she's such a hard worker. And uh, we just love having her contributions here on ESPN Radio. So uh, let's check this out. Let's check out uh, if you want to see, if, you wanna, if you're a visual learner, get on the ESPN Montana app or get on SWX Montana Television. But either way, the Montana State Minute, an update on Montana State football coming at you right now here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Well, look at us. We continue to innovate around here at ESPN Radio. I'm sitting here at Warden's Market, downtown Missoula, joined by Alex Eshelman. She's somewhere uh, in Bozeman, but we're doing this on a Zoom because we can do this now, and now you can see her, not just hear her. So how cool is this? Thanks for being here, Alex. How you doing? Coulter, of course. So excited to be here. Always love. You know what? This is the one thing that 
uh, you know, a positive that came out of COVID is forcing us to use Zoom. And um, it's just been a great tool to be able to connect as face-to-face as we can. I'm currently in our office, our ABC Fox Montana office. So this is, this is it. I've got a nice fake plant here on the right, a uh, lap, our work laptop on the left, editing some, uh, a piece for the show today. So everything's going great. It's I'm very familiar with that place because I used to help do the Bobcat sports report there. And, uh, you know, it's right across the street from the newspaper there in Bozeman. So, you know, it's very right. familiar. I know exactly what office you're in now that I look at it. So cool. Um, first and foremost, let's start with high school sports, high school football specifically, because that's now underway. Fall camp started last week. I know you were making the rounds, stopping into a couple uh, high schools there around the Gallatin Valley. So just give us an update. Where would you see this week and, and what did you think? I mean, obviously exciting that the guys are back on the field. So exciting. So exciting. Uh, we always say it, but – there's just something in the air when everybody comes back to campus, things start getting going, football season, volleyball season, all everything starts, soccer. Um, it's just such an exciting time in Bozeman. And I was able to go to Bozeman High School football practice, little Gallatin Raptors as well, and Belgrade. So we knocked out the AA schools. I'm going to try to get to uh, Manhattan and Three Forks and as some of the smaller schools here next week, but knocked out the, the three big ones in the Gallatin Valley and everyone's looking fairly good. It's It will definitely be um, interesting, especially with the dominance of, you know, Sentinel and Missoula and some of the Helena schools. And of course, obviously Billings West, those guys. But I think that the Gallatin Valley schools will be right in the mix. Belgrade is showing good signs of improvement. I felt like the culture was really positive when I went to one of their practices. They have a new head coach. Um, one kid, okay, my butcher his name, Gallatin Raptors here, Quentin Clark. 6'6", 185, wide receiver. Wow. Looks looks like, I mean, if he just put a little more meat on the bones, which I'm sure he will as time goes on, he looks like a D1 athlete, whether that be on the basketball court or on the football field. So I'm excited to see what he does. Um, and then Bozeman looks good as well. Very, very good. I th- I'm so interested in Gallatin because – you have to just realize if those of you listen to the show that aren't familiar with Bozeman, the way Bozeman is growing is to the South and to the West. Most of right. those kids are going to be in the school district for Gallatin. I mean, we see Brett Vegan, for example, the head coach for Montana state football, his kids are going to Gallatin because that's where they were able to get a house because that's where the town is growing. So I think right. they're going to have an influx of new families and, and all sorts of talented athletes. But I also think it's so interesting because they have such a young coaching staff. I mean, Hunter Chandler, I, I, he's so young. I remember covering him in high school when I was at the newspaper <laughs> there in Bozeman. They got J.P. Flynn, who was a great uh, Bobcat uh, offensive lineman as well. So it uh, seems like just sort of the, the fresh and uh, youthful movement there at Gallatin High. I mean, it, it seems like that bodes well for the future. You can't forget Tucker Yates either. For sure. Yeah, I mean, he's on – no, their co- coaching staff, we – I know a lot of the media members, we've always said, um, you know, anytime we go to a practice of theirs, they are definitely a group that you would want to play for. They have this energy about them that's really exciting. And being that it is their third season, 
as a program ever. It will be interesting to see, you know, they've had steady improvement. Um, they didn't finish above, you know, above 500 or at 500 still, unfortunately at a losing season last year. So I think their main goal is to just reach that 500 mark. Like let's win one more game here. Um, end at five and five. They were four and six last year. Um, and yeah, I think it will be fun. Another fun thing too is just Bozeman Hawks. I was asking the coaching staff, an amazing coaching staff there as well, and saying how cool is it to see Lance ball out on the biggest stage in football a couple weeks ago or last weekend, and they were just over the moon. Um, you know, it's just so special when you see players long before they even reach that point. And those were the guys to coach him and be with him when he was first starting. Lance McCutcheon, Bozeman High Products, who's now balling for the Los Angeles Rams. Alex Eshelman joining us here on the Montana State Minute. She's a reporter there for SWX Montana in Bozeman. And I want to ask you about that part, too. I think that right now we got some great stories coming out of Montana State into the NFL. Mm -hmm. Who knows if these guys make the team or not. But McCutcheon catching two touchdowns last weekend. Last night on Thursday Night Football, Kevin Cassis had a couple first downs. I think it's such a great testament to what happens if you commit yourself to something and you, you stick it out. Because those guys were both playing for a coach that wanted to do nothing but run the ball. I mean, I was going through the stats. Lance McCutcheon had 18 catches his first three years at Montana State. Then he gets a chance and he balls out and now he's in the league. So I think it's just a great testament. But also, I know you got to know those guys well. I know. Kevin Cassis is from your neck of the woods. You guys are from the same area. That's so right. pretty cool that those guys are uh, are balling in the NFL. And, and it's also just a great testament to their patience and their work ethic. And Coulter, we talk about this, but how critical of a time is it to have examples like that in athletics of kids who are patient, who do it the right way, who stick it out, who trust their coaches, who are authentic and and trust the process and are just real instead of there's just so much distraction and so much pressure on these young athletes now i mean we we're seeing it with nil and all this it's it's a big business and it always has been a big business in some ways there's definite positives that are coming to fruition here but it's refreshing to see kids like lance and kids like kevin you know lance had a mom who worked two, three jobs or had, you know, have, has this amazing story of hard, an example of hard work and perseverance and patience. That's exactly what he did following in his mom's footsteps in that regard. Kevin Cassis didn't play a down in two years. For sure. But didn't even play touch of, you know, didn't even touch a football field for a game in two years. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kids like that that you would want to say to young boys and girls, you look up to those guys because they're doing it right. Now we're into the heart of fall camp, and crazy to think that next week is the last week of camp before they start getting ready for game week. But uh, what was the vibe like this week? What did you see? Anything that stood out to you there at Montana State? Definitely, yeah. It's um, it's an exciting time. I think everybody's doing well. Um, you know, it's uh, the vibe is – Okay, let's get let's get to playing. Let's get to playing. It's time. We've had our a couple of weeks. They have their first first scrimmage on Saturday, um, so that will be interesting. That is closed, so we won't be able to be there until afterwards to kind of get a recap of everything. But everybody's looking good. I'm trying to think of 
one group in particular that's really standing out. We just uh, spoke with uh, Blake Schmidt actually today. And Marcus Weir on the O-line, I'm sure you saw the video of him explaining his his sunrise to sunset diet, uh, which was incredible. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I asked Blake about whether he had something similar. And uh, Tua, one of his former teammates, said his family, it's this Polynesian dish, and it's called, oh, oh, I'm going to butcher the name. It's like locus mocus or something like that. (laughs) That is wrong. That is definitely wrong. I'm going to have to go back into the interview. But I'll I'll be talking a little more about that. Quite a crazy dish there. But these guys are dedicated, and um, I think that they're, you know, getting a little more antsy to get to that that uh, first game. Last thing, then, what, what do you got cooking there at SWX? Uh, and uh, what what sort of stories you're working? I probably have something on the D line on Blake Schmidt. Definitely, yeah. So I've I have done a story on the D line specifically, kind of talking up Brody Greeby a little bit. He'll be one of those key players up front. Blake Schmidt, another one of those those guys. Sebastian Valdez. It's funny. I was actually taught, you know doing a segment with Sean Rainey and um, all of our guys in Missoula. And one of his questions was, what do you think the biggest question mark is for the Montana state program? And Coulter, I'd love to hear your opinion on this too, but I think the lines, I mean, on yeah. both sides of the ball are going to be really interesting to see who fills those gaps there and steps up um, because, you know, the, the star players, the quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, those guys are, are the sparkly, you know, get their names in the, in the paper. But where it really comes down to it is who's winning those battles in the trenches. So it'll be um, interesting to see who steps up there. What do you think is the big question mark? I don't know if anybody's actually talked about this, and I haven't really talked about this on the show. My biggest question mark for Montana State is, what if Tommy Mallott really is just the best player in the conference? It's not out of the question. I think Tommy Mallott is good. I think he was very good during the playoffs last year. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a, this assumed learning curve that's going to happen because he's going to have to, you know, prepare for conference opponents. They're going to scout him. They're going to take so much away. Isaiah right. Ponce being out early is probably going to be a learning curve. The fact that they're going to have nothing but sophomores and freshmen on the offensive line is going to be a learning curve. Right. But what if the kid is Montana State's version of Dave Dickinson? You know, what, what if he really is – this next, you know, the second coming, you know, and it, it's not out of the question. The kid is wired different. He is so special. You can right. talk. I mean, all of the fans and all the pundits and the analysts, they want to talk about, can he throw the skinny post? Can he throw the deep out? What Tommy Mallott has, like no one I've seen in my 16 years covering the big sky is situational awareness. Right. It doesn't matter which throw he can make. Sure. He's going to make the throw he needs to make on third and nine. That's why he's so good. He knows how to move the pocket. He knows how to move the sticks. He's in and out. I mean, there's, it was not a coincidence to me mm-hmm. that they were up 28 nothing against Sam Houston. He prepared for that. He was ready to go execute that plan. And so, you know, is that a likely scenario? It's not. But I do think that there's a lot of different opinions in Montana right now about Tommy Mallott. There's a lot of people that are saying, ah, lightning in a bottle, it was a fluke. There's other people that are saying, ah, he's good, but he's going to have some struggles as a sophomore. The effusive Bobcat fans are saying, okay, maybe he is going to be really good. But I don't know. I haven't heard anybody say, what if he is just the man? Like, what if his preseason all big sky is absolutely true and he's just a finalist for the Walter Payton Award? It's totally in the cards. So, is, the biggest question mark to me is, can Tommy Mallott become that? We'll see. 
I love it, Coulter. I love it. Hot take, but I love it. I mean, to your point, physically, he looks, I mean, he's been one of those guys that has put the work in, in the off season, in the weight room. He physically looks better. Um, just in terms of not better, I shouldn't say better, but just more athletic, stronger, thicker, like from head to toe. Um, and his demeanor has developed into way more of a leader than when he came in. It's really night and day almost, uh, just in terms of the, the respect and the command that he has on the field over the team. So I like it. I I'm all for Tommy touchdown being the man. I am all for it. All I want is great stories. That's what I want. I just want good, happy, fun stories about all these kids, no matter who they play for. You're so great at doing that. Alex, you can check her out. SWX Montana Television, ABC Fox, SWX Tonight, of course, all over social media. And then once a week on this show as well, as part of the Montana State Minute. Alex, thank you so much for joining us and have yourself a great weekend. Thanks, Coulter. You're the best. You tell the great stories as well. I'm, you. I, you're, you're my role model in that too, so thank you. Thank you. Also nice to have great friends that contribute to this awesome radio show. Thanks to Alex Eshman, SWX Montana Television, for joining us here on Nuanas Now. We're, we got to go because we got to come back. Hank Noose already on the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. We'll get one break in, come back. Grizz defensive end, Kalispell Glacier product, live here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. Duan is now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Duan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. A little Sturgill Simpson for you here on your Friday. Hope you got big weekend plans. Crazy to think. As everybody out there knows, life just keeps on getting busier. The older you get, the lighter we get in the 21st century. It's just crazy. And I was thinking the other day, oh my gosh, somebody asked me what I'm doing this weekend. I've had every weekend of since Memorial Day booked this whole summer. No exaggeration. And I said, I don't know. I don't have anything on the books. And then I realized, oh my God, this is the last weekend of the summer because college football and high school football starts like right now. The Frontier Conference starts next Saturday, eight days from today, and the Big Sky Conference, or I guess the Division One calendar, September 3rd, so about 15 days away. Crazy to think football is here. We'll be so busy, and we can't wait for it. Let's dive into some more football talk. I was down at Grizz practice today. It is Hotter than hot. I actually had to go stand outside the fence with a long friend, longtime friend of mine, Fritz Neighbor, a veteran sports writer in this state. I was like, Fritz, why are you standing outside the fence? He's like, man, I found the shade. 
We, we got to get out of the sun. I can't complain, though, because I'm not practicing in this heat for two hours in full pads. The young man and about 100 of his teammates that joins us next, they are Hank News joining us here on Nuanas now. He is a sophomore defensive end for the uh, University of Montana football team, a Kalispell Glacier High School product. Hank, we haven't talked to you in a little while. It's been since you got recruited. How you doing, man? I'm great. How are you doing? Very, very good. First and foremost, we got to start there. I mean, I know it's a low-hanging fruit, obvious question, but it is hotter than blazes out there right now. You guys, though, it doesn't seem to ever affect your effort. How do you get ready for it mentally, and, and how do you get through it physically? Well, I mean, that's just football season every August, fall camp. Just That's just how it is each year. And the first games are hot, too. You just got to get used to it, you know? It was like last year when we played uh, Cal Poly, that game was smoking hot. And it was tough, but these long fall camp practices get you prepared for that. And it is so true. I mean, the uh, the fall and winter does not start to really beset upon Missoula either until like October. And you guys have three September games this year. So it's kind of good to be training in this stuff, right? Kind of gets you ready for the, that. Like three of your first four games are going to be when it's probably still pretty warm, right? Oh, yeah. It's it's always warm in the first couple of games. And it just gets you ready. <clears throat> well, I, I, I have to tell you, I... I had a little bit of an embarrassing moment because we had uh, Alisa Smith-Failer in here uh, for a interview a couple weeks ago, and she was talking about her husband, Stephen Failer, who mm-hmm. he, he was mentored by Mike Gerber, who was the strength coach when I was in college there at the University of Montana, a guy I got to know a little bit there. And so I told her this story about this kid, Hank Noose, who told me once upon a time he moved to Flathead, uh, he moved up to Kalispell and started training with Gerber. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know the story. Hank works for us. And I was like, oh, I feel dumb. Yep. I told you the exact same story that you already knew. But tell us about that. Tell you about tell us about this summer and just working out there at Failers because, I mean, they're great people. Steve is a guru when it comes to the training stuff. So uh, what did you think of just, you know, kind of uh, pursuing that and, and, and working out there for the Failers? Oh, well, it was just, I was, I'm crazy lucky to be able to have Steve and, and Mike, you know, living in, in uh, Kalispell, having Mike all through high school, which was, unbelievable for my uh development and then coming right to missoula and lifting with steve all summer and working for him it, i just you can't beat it you know they're it's a great family great gym great place great people and uh they know how to get you ready for sports they do a great job well, when you first committed to montana out of glacier i, I remember you telling that story how you grew up back east moved to montana didn't really know what you were going to do after high school you started training with gerbs and all of a sudden, you just really took off, and you started loving the strength training, started performing on the football field. But tell that story again. I mean, that was kind of the thing that opened the door for you to play college football, right? Oh, yeah. I remember when I first started with Gerb, it was my sophomore year right after football season. I probably put on 40, 45 pounds. Wow. And I got faster and a lot stronger. And, man, I just took off in football physically. And I fell in love with lifting and training, and it – really i mean it made my uh career in sports so much better and i couldn't have been luckier to have that opportunity and you know and even here with steve i mean i lived there i worked there all summer and even uh, with uh our strength coach dan ryan who was uh mike gerber's ga in college right i mean it's just a crazy connection and it's just so lucky that i had that opportunity Hank News joining us here on Nuanas Now. Uh, he is a defensive end for the University of Montana football team. They just wrapped up practice on this 
Smoking hot Friday. Actually, not smoking. Thank goodness there's no smoke yet. It's blazing hot out there right now. But, Hank, what about the lifting part of it do you like? Because it seems like you really enjoy it. And I mean, you can tell by looking at you that you really enjoy it as well. So uh, what, about, what about that part do you like? Well, it's just the Olympic training movements are so good for development physically in sports. I mean, your speed and explosiveness and your mechanics all just and flexibility, mobility, it all just goes through the roof once you start training the Olympic lifts. You know, snatch, cleans, jerks, back squat, front squat, all of that. It's just the best way to train for any type of sport. There's a certain element of it, too, where it's painful, but there's also a certain love, I, I can say, I guess, for the pain, right? I mean, you have to kind of learn to love being sore and, and you know, pushing your body. Oh, that's absolutely true. There's not a lot of feelings out there like hitting a new PR clean or a snatch or a front squat. It's a great feeling, but uh, it does take a lot of work to get there, and that's fun too. Going in and having a good training day, it's a lot of fun. I love it. I mean, that's one of my favorite parts about it. I used to be really into strength training. I, in fact, I should probably get back into it because it's just something I miss so much. But the incremental gains, right? When you, when you set a goal, you track it, you write it down, you dedicate yourself to it, and then you hit it. It really is. Uh, it, it really is uh, an awesome pursuit. Hank News joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Let's talk about this last offseason then, Hank. I know last year you got some playing time uh, there on the defensive front for the Grizz, and I know that uh, at the end spot there you were kind of playing behind a couple of the most truly veteran guys I've ever covered because Joe Babros and, and Justin Belknap were both you know, in their mid-20s already as they were coming off of COVID years, redshirt years, and transfer years, and all that sort of stuff. First of all, before we get to this last offseason, what do you what did you think of your experience last year? What was it like getting into college football games, playing Division One football for the first time? Well, it was amazing to say the least. Um, you know, I came into that season not really knowing my place on the team, and I got some great opportunities. And like you said, being behind, you know, Joe and Justin Belknap and Governor and Jacob, all of them, I watched their film, I studied them. Every time we came into film, I watched what they did and I emulated that and it made me a much better player. And it really advanced my game a lot. Some of the things that those guys, both those guys were, were such uh, flexible and uh, fluid athletes. Both of them ran really well. So uh, how do you replicate that? part? I know you run really well as well. I Actually, people might not know that, but Hank Deuce, who's joining us here on ESPN Radio, actually one of the faster guys on the Grizz defense, period. But what? how do you sort of replicate that element of it? Because there is a certain level of just, you know, your given talent, but also there's a certain element of, of learning how to do that, too. So how do you sort of go about the, the, uh, the mobility part of it all? Well, I will say pursuit drill helps with that a lot. And that's just really expected of our defense. We run to the ball every play. We work our ass off. We just hustle, and we go as hard as we can every single play. And if you don't, you're not going to see the field, really. So it's just what we do on the Grizz D. No loafing, right? I mean, <laughs> anybody that's no. ever been to a Grizz practice, they know pursuit drill is definitely one of Bobby Houck and Kent Bear's favorite pursuits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Those, sure. guys, those guys definitely love it. Well, how about leading up to this year? I mean, what, what specific things did you work on? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you did – a self-scout as a guy that, you know, loves to train and, and work on that kind of stuff. What did you identify in yourself, though, that you wanted to get better at? What did you work on this offseason? Well, I had a couple injuries towards the end of the season I wanted to get better, which I did. 
And then I just really wanted to get stronger, try to put on a little bit of weight while staying as fast as I could, which is what I did. And um, I wanted to work on my flexibility a little bit, my mobility, just, you know, uh, like side to side. And I also wanted to work on just my uh, understanding of the game. Actually, it was a big one. Watching film is just as important as lifting or training. Hank News joining us here on Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. He's a Kalispell uh, Glacier product who's now playing on the defensive front for uh, the University of Montana. And, Hank, in terms of the film study part of it, you guys, your defense is uh, so diverse, both in personnel and in scheme. There's so many moving parts. You guys bring it like pretty much nobody in the country, all levels of college football. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you go about honing in the details there because sometimes it is, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a responsibility to read as it is it is crash or to make some havoc or, you know, get here as fast as you can, run to the ball, all that. So how do you go about honing the details of your specific position there on the Grizz defensive front? Well, as you're going crazy fast, crashing and texting and towing every single play, you still have to be able to read what the O-line is doing. Right. They're coming towards you, sliding away, all that stuff. you got to know where the quarterback likes to roll out. You know, all of that, which, and watching film helps that a lot. And, I mean, really just running that in practices all the time is what really gets you good at it. Well, it's like Coach Alka always likes to say, right? If you go a million miles per hour in the wrong direction, you're just going the wrong direction, right? <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. Well, what, what do you think the battle and the exchange has been like so far uh, with the opposing offense? I know fall camp's an interesting time of year because a lot of times you're going, you know, best versus best, ones versus ones, twos versus twos. And so you're playing against the Grizz offensive scheme, the Grizz offensive personnel, but what have you thought of the exchange back and forth so far with your teammates in fall camp? Well, I'll say it looks like we have a good team this year because it's not been easy going against our offense. Um, You know, we've been busting, you know, uh, the O-line looks really solid. The quarterback, there's a great competition there. Wide receivers are good. And our defense looks pretty damn solid too. So I'd say we're going to be set up for a good year. One guy, I know that there's been a, guy, a lot of guys that are getting headlines on the defense, and justifiably so. You know, Robbie Houck, Justin Ford, Patrick O'Connell, all three of them, preseason All-Americans. O'Connell's the Defensive Player of the Year preseason in the Big Sky Conference after being a finalist for the Buck Buchanan Award. But one guy we love around here, and one guy we're always trying to tell people all about, is the guy in the middle. And I know you guys actually have two guys in the middle that are both very good players because Eli Alford's a heck of a player as well. But Alex Gubner, I think has an opportunity to be one of the best interior guys in the entire country. Tell people about him, though. What's it like playing against it, or I guess next to him? And uh, you got to love just the guy that, that brings the effort when he is the size that guy is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Governor's always pushing us. He's a team leader, same with Eli. And really, it's a great experience just to be next to him and be watching him in, in the team meeting rooms and following him in his lead. I mean, he knows what he's doing. So, so does Eli. They've been playing a lot of football. And it really helps to have somebody like that. <laughs> Hank Drew's joining us here on Nuanas Now, defensive end for the Grizz. And Hank, we'll get you out of here on this. Just uh, crazy to think, but now you're entering probably the last full week of fall camp. Then you're into game prep mode. So uh, kind of closing in on it, what's the goal between now and, and the first game of the season? I mean, what do you guys need to take, ter- take care of? And uh, what's the goal for you and, and the rest of the Grizz defense? Well, right now the goal is to have the best remaining practices of fall camp that we can and then get on to our first game here in Missoula. That's the biggest goal right there. That's what we're all looking forward to. We've been beating up on each other for 
about 10, 11 practices now. We're looking for some fresh meat, really. Can't wait. Fresh meat is always a welcome sign, and I'm telling you what, I've been down there, I think, to nine practices, and Grizz defense in particular looking mean with the Grizz squad, looking very good, very worthy of that uh, preseason ranking. Hank, it's good catching up with you, man. I know we haven't talked in a little while, but I I hope that we talk again uh, in the near future. But in the meantime, stay healthy, best of luck, and uh, go get them this year with the Grizz. Thank you. There you go. Hank News here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, a Kalispell Glacier product. Barry Sachs, the defensive line coach for the Grizz, he told me, I said, Sachs, this was at the uh, one of the golf tournaments this summer. I can't remember which one, but I said, Sachs, who's who's the guy that's made a ton of progress that uh, is going to surprise some people? He said, you know, I'm not going to do my Barry Sachs impression because that would be embarrassing for everybody because you can't do that impression. You can't bring the, the energy like that. That guy does. No one can. But but he said, I took the noose kid out of, out of Cal Spell. He's one of our fastest guys on defense. I said, oh, one of your fastest D-linemen? He said, no, he's one of our fastest guys on defense, straight up. So he runs like the wind. And if you run like that and you're 6'4", 250, that's a pretty good sign. I know, he, like you just heard, I mean, he's very dedicated in the weight room and uh, very, very much enjoys that element of the game. So um, watch out, number 96. A, a good one and a great story after he moved here from Montana, or Mo- from Maine, excuse me, to Montana. Uh, definitely a one of those uh, outside-the-box stories, but ones that we love uh, here in our roles as sports journalists, both at ESPN Montana and at Skyline Sports. You can check out SkylineSportsMT.com. Upcoming for uh, continued coverage of fall camp for both Montana and Montana State. Andrew Houghton has a story on Hank News coming out uh, sometime before the end of the month. So I uh, look forward to that myself and I uh, look forward to sharing it with all you guys. You want us now, ESPN Radio? Let's uh, actually get to what we said we were going to do. How about some of the best games in the Big Sky Conference? We'll go week by week, starting with some of the non-conference stuff. Who's got the primetime matchups as we dive in to college football? Keep it right here. Big Sky Games of the Week throughout the entire season. Next, it's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I, I'm a grateful Dave. I, I love Dave Matthews Band. Love going and watching them live. It's uh it's more than just going to a show for me. You know, it's uh it's a gathering with lifetime friends and uh sort of a spiritual experience. I know that sounds silly for those that haven't had one of those at a concert, but it is for me. It's not just about the artist, although I do really enjoy Dave Matthews Band as well. It just gives me such feelings of nostalgia and also just community and, and family and, and uh, brotherhood and love and all those sorts of things. I thought I could pull it off this year. Thought I was going to... And, and because I knew concerts were going away for a while when the pandemic hit, I didn't listen to Dave Matthews for a really long time because I didn't want to feel forlorn about not having him in my life in a live capacity. Well, then I thought I was going to be able to swing going to the Gorge this Labor Day to go watch him, and I can't. Oh, man, too bad, so sad. That's okay. Life goes on, and uh, the best part is you can listen to him every day. What a deal. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. (laughs) 
One of my one of my Dave friends just texted me no in all capital letters. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I can't make it. But uh, you know, we got college football to cover. It is what it is. How about we dive into some of that college football though here uh, on Nuanas now. We're going to scroll through the the composite schedule here. We're going to give you the slate of all of the games and then highlight what we think is going to be the best game of each week. So the college football season gets started with a week zero game next Saturday. Idaho State plays at UNLV. So that is the game of the week in the Big Sky because it is the only game in the Big Sky. Andrew Houghton, our producer, he used to cover Idaho State at the uh, Idaho State Journal. We'll continue to cover all the teams in the Big Sky Conference throughout uh, this upcoming fall like we always do at Skyline Sports and here on ESPN Montana. But, Andrew, yesterday the news out of Pocatello was that Tyler Vanderball was named the starting quarterback for the uh, Idaho State Bengals. Not a surprise. Vanderball is a talented guy. There was actually pretty high expectations for him and the team last year, and I think his injury was probably one of the things that sort of sunk Idaho State's season. So what do you think of of that news? And, you know, I know Idaho State is, is perennially kind of just expected to not be that competitive, but how much does Tyler Vanderwall move the needle? And when you're opening it up against an FBS, but an FBS that, you know, lost last year to an FCS in Eastern Washington, I know – you know, Vanderwall's not Eric Berrier, and Idaho State's not Eastern Washington. But, I mean, does does Vanderwall give the Bengals some juice, especially going into this Week Zero game in Vegas? Yeah, I was texting, actually, with a Pocatello friend last night after that um, announcement, or I guess breaking news came out, that Tyler Vanderwall was named the starter. And I was saying, I'm kind of happy that they have this Week Zero game. They're the only team in the Big Sky with the Week Zero game because I kind of want to just watch and analyze and, and look at their roster and see some of the guys who I covered when I was down there. And, you know, they'll get lost in the cracks when every team in the Big Sky is playing. But I'm kind of excited just to watch this game against UNLV and sort of see what I think. As far as Tyler Vanderwall goes, he's a guy with a lot of potential. I mean, and he's a guy with a good pedigree. He was at Wyoming for several years. He started several games for Wyoming, and he came in and played for Brett Vegan, right? I mean, Montana State had football coach was the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach there at Wyoming and brought in Vanderwall. Vanderwall actually started ahead of Sean Chambers, who's now battling for the quarterback job at the Cats right now. That's right. And Vanderwall and Idaho State had some some nice flashes in sort of the 2020 spring season or the 2021 spring season. And the injury took a lot of wind out of their sails. I think he got hurt and was out for the year in their fourth game or something last year. Um, And that just made things tough. And I think it was good for him to be pushed a little bit in fall camp this year. It sounded like it was an actual quarterback competition down there with him and and Hunter Hayes, who's a walk-on from Wyoming, but a guy who's developed, I guess, a lot in the two years that he's been there. Tyler Vanderwall has all the tools to be one of the top quarterbacks in the conference. I mean, he's got the arm. He does. He's got the pocket presence. He's also he's also got swag, and he's very mature. I remember talking to the Big Sky kickoff last year, and I was like, oh, all right. Like, you, sometimes you read too much in a personality type, but with quarterbacks, when they have an elevated sense of maturity, and you can tell that you know, they're just cool, like, you, you can, they can talk to adults, That those kind of guys can lead teams, for sure. We're really calm and collected, and he's a guy who's been through a lot. He's a guy who, who I'm, you know, not ashamed to say that I'm rooting for this year, but he's been through a lot, not just in his football career, with coming in at Wyoming after Josh Allen and having that pressure and having that job taken away from him a couple times. You know, his father's battled cancer, his brother died young. He's a guy who's been through a, a lot of life experiences. 
Well, it's now ESPN Radio. The one other thing about this Week Zero game is this. Two, two factors here. One, you're playing on Week Zero, so you're going to have a ton of eyes on you. So that's a good thing for the exposure of the program. But the other thing is, if you play you know, North Dakota State in Week Zero like the Grizz did, and I know the Grizz won that game in 2015, but that's a different deal than playing UNLV. It's also a different deal than playing like Washington or something like that too. What I'm getting at is I am by no means professing that Idaho State is going to get an upset over UNLV or even come close. But you're not going to lose 63-3 to probably, right? The, the worst case scenario is getting the Week 0 game where every college football fan's watching you because they're just hungry for some college football and you go lose 49 nothing. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think that, again, I'm not professing that UNLV is in any sort of trouble. And, I, you know, I know a loss is a loss is a loss. But this isn't I, – I, I would be – I guess what I'm saying is I'd be surprised if this was 42 nothing at halftime. Right, and you're not going to get blown off. I mean, there are going to be positions at the field where you can compete and For actually sure. evaluate your players, right. which is the whole point of that Week 0 game. But if you're – you know, if you are going to Washington and it is 42 nothing at halftime, well, none of your guys are going to be able to compete at any position. That's right. You're not getting anything out of it. I don't think that's going to be the case for this one either. You're yeah, right. For sure. Going through week by week, some of the best games in the Big Sky. Then there's four Thursday games on September 1st. Gosh, this has me so excited. I was playing in this poker game that I mentioned earlier yesterday, last night, and we were trying to we were arguing as we always do over what music we were going to listen to because we got some some country fans, some rap fans, and I was like, guys, let's end the argument. We got an eighty inch TV right here. Let's watch football. They're like, why would we want to watch preseason? I was like, why would we not want to watch football? Let's turn it on. I'll watch any football. By the way. Kevin Cassis, former Montana State wide receiver who waited his turn. You heard Alex Eshelman mention there on the Montana State Minute earlier in this show. couple first downs. So, hasn't played a football game since 2019. Steps on the field, gets a couple first downs in his first preseason action. Pretty cool. But four games on Thursday, September 1st. Those games are Western Oregon at Weber State, Cal Poly at Fresno State, Northern Arizona at Arizona State, and Portland State at San Jose State. Weber's going to roll Western Oregon. Okay. Cal Poly, Fresno State. Fresno State, if you, if you haven't been paying attention, is outstanding. They, they are a really, really good team. They've got the tradition reignited there, tradition that was built upon the back of Jim Sweeney, who was the greatest coach in their school's history, a Butte, Montana native, who we inducted in the Montana Hall of Fame this last year. So that's uphill sledding for Cal Poly. Portland State, San Jose State. San Jose State was the laughing stock of Division I college football uh, in the FBS a couple of years ago. That pandemic year, when the, some of the teams played in the 2020 fall, San Jose State was a lot better. So Portland State probably has their hands full there, too, especially because they're going to have, no question, a new starting quarterback and a green starting quarterback. But the one game I have my eye on there is Northern Arizona-Arizona State. Now, Arizona State has a ton of talent, obviously. Herm Edwards is there, and uh, he's a great recruiter. But you might have forgot, Northern Arizona beat Arizona last year. I know ASU is a little better than Arizona, but... I think that's a great litmus test because we saw the emergence of R.J. Martinez last year, the young man who went on to win freshman of the year in the Big Sky Conference. In that game against Arizona, he hit Hendricks Johnson for a touchdown in the fourth quarter, and bam, Northern Arizona beats Arizona for the first time since 1932. Also a game that has some extra special, probably, significance to Chris Ball because NAU's head coach was the defensive coordinator at Arizona State uh, for several seasons there about 10 years ago. So um, that's the game of the week, or that's the game of that Thursday, I should say. Then your slate on September 3rd 
includes Utah Tech, that's formerly Dixie State, at Sac State, McNeese State at Montana State for Gold Rush, Tennessee State at Eastern Washington in Cheney, Northwestern State here in Missoula against Montana, UC Davis at Cal, Houston Baptist at Northern Colorado, and Idaho at Washington State. The two games of the week that week, I think, are UC Davis at Cal and Idaho at Washington State. Why? Well, those are both geographic rivalries. If you haven't been paying attention, Idaho and Washington State are like as far away as the South Hills is from Grant Creek in Missoula. I mean, they're like 10 miles from each other. It's also going to be the first game of the Jason Eck era there with the Vandals. And who knows? There's a lot of hype behind Idaho. There's not a lot of hype behind Washington State. And so, you know, there's a lot there's a lot of uh, dysfunction going on at Washington State with the potential a dissolving of the Pac-12 as well as the fact that they've been operating in a deficit for several years and the fact that they got rid of their coach who's now suing the state and Nick Rolovich. So there's some drama there in Washington, in Pullman. There's some hype there in, in Moscow. And you got basically two neighboring schools that share a backyard. So that's an intriguing one. I also think that Cal is in a similar situation in terms of what does their future hold uh, in the Power Five level. I'm not sure. But if you talk about two different universities and two different athletic departments that are going in different trajectories, at least financially, and a lot of people around Montana, they don't understand this. UC Davis is, first of all, a public ivy. It is one of the top public institutions in the United States of America. It is as prominent in certain ways as Cal Berkeley, academically. It's a beautiful place. And they also have so much momentum in their athletic department. Kevin Blue, the athletic director there, has done a great job. They have all have all sorts of facilities. In the meantime, Cal's been operating at a deficit for so long that I'm not saying it's happening anytime soon, but there's a future if the trajectories continue where UC Davis is the UC school that has more ability for upward momentum than Cal. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I do think it's uh, an interesting rivalry game just you know, just down the road from each other as well. Nuan is now our one in the books. Our two coming at you. Guess what? We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep going through Big Sky Games of the Week. We'll also talk some NFL. And we'll hear from at least one of the new latest Grizzlies. They got four in-state commitments on the football side. Hayden Opitz, a young man from Helena Capital High School, will join us in our number two as well. Keep the dial right here. It's Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 